Welcome to the Triage Method Podcast, Q&A edition, Thursday edition with me, Gary McGowan, my co-host, Mr. Patrick Farrell. And this sort of an episode is going to be a little bit of a diversion from the kind of regular health and fitness stuff because I appreciate that a lot of our listeners are students, um, either formally or really formally in the form of being university students or, you know, informally in terms of like maybe you were doing a personal training course on the side or a nutrition course on the side, or you were doing something to upskill and now that has been obstructed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Or uh, perhaps you've started it because of this pandemic. Cause I know a lot of people have like signed up for courses. You know, I know there's like a, the Ivy league courses, there's a website with all Ivy league courses yeah. and stuff. So people are like, you know what? I have three, four, five, six months potentially <laughs> off uh, from life. And so, uh, Gotta get learning. Yep. So basically what we want to discuss in this episode is one, personally, how this has disrupted our education, how it's been dealt with from the university side, and what that actually means for what we're doing in terms of our actual routines. Because it is very different, especially if you approach college in a very by the book way in terms of being like I'm going to attend all my lectures. I'm going to do the recommended reading that they tell me to do. I'll do sample questions that they tell me to do. I'll follow the marketing scheme and boom, that's just the way that I approach my education. Um, so there's, there's that side of things, but also just generally how you, can, how, how you should be thinking about your kind of learning philosophy in general, because this is a time where people have to kind of step back away from that formal education process a little bit and try to guide things themselves. So first things first, what are we doing during this time? So for me personally, this is my third semester, which means that we just started basically all new subjects in, on, on basically week two of the, the pandemic. So everything was shut down. So we basically had the start of a new semester. So the introduction of a lot of new information. Um, so we have a good few different modules, um, physiology, pathology, anatomy, biochemistry, pharmacology, practical stuff, um, and, and everything in between, basically. Um, and, and basically all that relates this semester to the gastrointestinal system, the liver, the pancreas, the gut, etc., um, along with all the endocrinology stuff. So there's a lot of different stuff that's basically built into our semester. And normally what we would have is a lot of hours of formal didactic lectures, meaning that the lecturer is basically presenting their slides to us in a classroom environment, but there's also classroom or practical based stuff. Um, on the anatomy side of things, we would normally learn from cadavers, so dead bodies. We would basically have tutorials pointing out different structures, be tested on those structures, etc. Um, we would also have um, practical, practical classes related to specific skills, such as like this semester, it would have been how to examine, how to perform a, a gastrointestinal exam, um, signs and symptoms of different diseases, all that sort of stuff. So that's basically the where our overall course would have been structured this semester. However, that's obviously disrupted now because we're not able to attend any of those classes. So everything has been put online. Now, with that said, our, we're basically still encouraged to follow our timetable as it was. So when you look at our timetable, you still see, right, you have this at 9 a.m., this at 10 a.m., this at 11 a.m. And for most people, that can be really difficult to kind of have that discipline to just follow that specific routine. And for me, I haven't really been approaching it in that way. 
um, in terms of like following the exact classes at the exact times. Rather, what I will do at this time is I'll block off a few hours every day at which I will sit down and uh, do a given amount of college work. And sometimes I'll have a goal where it'll just be like, all right, let's do pathology for these two hours. Or it might be do this lecture and this practical for these two hours. Or it might just be self-led study, pick up the book and let's go through some stuff. So basically what I do is I kind of diversify it away from the formal timetable and that I'm not just doing all the exact stuff, but I'm, I'm kind of letting it be a bit more self-led. And that's generally the way I would kind of try and learn anyway. So obviously you know that there are certain things on exams that like you have to meet, you have to, you have to pass your exams. You know that you, there are certain things you just have to, you have to meet, you have to fit those criteria, fit the marking scheme. But especially in, in like, in like medicine, and you could say the same about like personal training, if you're doing a personal training course, there's a lot more real world stuff that just goes beyond what you're learning within the specific curriculum. So you have to kind of be a bit of an independent learner in that sense, in terms of taking the lead and saying, All right, I know that this 50% of what I'm learning is way more important. So I actually should probably try and know that stuff really well. And then that'll take me down some other routes. So there are things that I would be studying at the moment that aren't necessarily, they're not in this semester, they're not on the curriculum, I'm unlikely to be examined on them. But I'm thinking about this from the perspective of how can I come out of this with the best education possible, as opposed to just the best grades possible. And the key thing I would like people to understand is that those things are not necessarily one and the same. Um, and like that goes further into like thinking about like, how do you actually, like, like what do you want to get out of the, the respective course that you're doing? So for example, if you're doing like, if you're doing a personal training course and you know that you're going to be working primarily with general population um, and you happen to have done a course that puts so much emphasis on sports training, yes, you should be f- familiar with that stuff. But unlike the person who maybe came into it with a sports bias, you don't need to go down all the rabbits ho- rabbit holes of optimal strength and conditioning strategies for tennis. You know, so you have to, you know, have your general basis and do cover that basis. And the way I view that is like, yeah, you want to do well enough in your exams, but you can feel free enough to go beyond that and actually learn more down the areas that you're interested in or areas that you might think that might be more important, even if it doesn't improve your grades. And that's pretty much always how I've approached education. Um, and, And that would be my learning philosophy in general. And I think it's a really, a really good way to approach things because, you know, exams, they don't always encompass um, proper knowledge. And the way that exams are often approached is like, like you might have to be able to, you know, remember very specific facts. Like, for example, last semester, like it's, it's almost like a meme, you know, in medicine, we, we study physiology. It's like, you know, the, uh, the conduction velocity of a squid axon and you're asked like questions about copper wire versus neuron transmission and this sort of stuff like like things that are like yeah kind of potentially relevant but i mean if you spend all your time remembering all those little minutiae that don't really matter you might miss out on more important things that actually influence your ability to be a good doctor be a good personal trainer be a good nutritionist etc um so that's kind of an overview of how i'm kind of approaching this situation in terms of like actual scheduling i think it's important to, to realize that look, this is a situation where discipline equals freedom. You know, if you have, if you're currently a student and you have a certain amount of work to get through in the next six weeks and you've got your timetable, it's okay to deviate from that a little bit, 
provided you have an overall structure. Like I said, I block off time to, to study um, and I deviate from the timetable a bit and the lectures a bit, but that's fine. But if you're saying to yourself, oh, you know, I'll, I'll catch up at the end, like it's, it's going to be a different ball game because even though you may not have done much study in the past throughout this semester, what you might find is that you were actually kind of conversant or even just familiar with terminology just from passively absorbing stuff in lectures, even though you weren't really attending properly, like listening properly and making notes, you still become familiar with all the stuff. And if you're trying to catch up on that at the end, at the point when the lecturer isn't going to have time to be able to clear up all those little concerns that were addressed in class, you may find yourself in a bit of a predicament. So, so that, 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 that is a, definitely a big consideration. But what do you think about this, Patty? Is there anything you're doing differently? To, like, obviously, you're in final year, so you have like, different demands to a course where like, it's, all, it's all very module and content heavy at the, at the moment. So are, there any, are there any differences with what you're doing? Yeah, like, well, first of all, both myself and Gary have different perspectives on college in general. Like, Gary actually likes the college process. I personally think it's a, an archaic structure. And that coming from someone who's gone to college twice now. Well, no, I kind of agree. Like, I agree. Yeah, yeah, obviously, right. I know we do agree. But what I'm saying is, um, I personally think that they have a monopoly on education, which just shouldn't be the case in terms of they have the uh, ability to teach you, but they also have the ability to examine you, right? Like, I don't think that those two things should necessarily belong to the same organization. You know, like I agree that we need Exa examinations that are standardized and like i think that's a pretty good idea however i also don't think that if you learned all the knowledge somewhere else i'm like i don't see why you couldn't just do the exam you know like you should be allowed to just pay for the exam and do the exam right so that's my perspective on college in general like i honestly don't care where you get the information as long as you can pass the standardized tests that's my perspective right now having said that how does this whole situation change my situation with college like obviously like i said i'm in final year so the the biggest thing for me personally that with this whole situation is that and i know a lot of people in my course and stuff are feeling the same they've effectively not gotten closure to college right and what i mean by that is um you know like you're in final year like you obviously have friends and you know people that you talk to every day in college or you know frequently every day or most days of the week in college and you know some people you're never going to see again some people you know you're kind of peripherally know and whatever and effectively that's all just been taken away you know like you may never see any of these individuals again that you know you were seeing daily you know somewhat daily all the time now obviously you're going to maybe meet up with your your friends and stuff that you were directly friends with uh, in your course but you know some people on the, the periphery of your group or whatever like that's all been taken away so that's kind of scum right uh, and that's what a lot of people have been saying in the course and stuff like there's no closure so people are trying to think of like oh maybe we have a big night out after all exams and all this coronavirus stuff is all done and over with so there is that you know um but that's been the biggest thing right first of all just not having your friends not being in that college environment like that's just been taken away <laughs> however in terms of the actual education side of things um Everything for me was pretty much already wrapped up before this whole stuff happened, right? Like when, it, when we did a full lockdown, we were in the middle of the two-week break uh, that I had, like the, 
the two week reading uh, break in the semester for me. And then in the middle of that, like the, the second week, well, after the Friday of the first week, it was basically locked down from then. Right. So I only had five weeks left of actual college after that. Right. And my modules this year are in four week blocks. So that was basically just, I only had one module left that had lectures. So there was only three lectures left in one of the blocks. And then I only had one module left in the final block. Right. So both of them were just brought online, but in total, that's like whatever it is, three hours per week by four, well, three hours by five, including that week. So it's not that many lectures. Now they're not all up online yet. They are being recorded and put up online. So I'm basically just viewing them online, listening to them, you know, in double speed or whatever, um, and getting through them that way. But in terms of my actual year, like I had already done the majority of the work that was required for me. Like I had already done my, what well, would be classified as a dissertation or whatever. Like that was one of my modules. You know, I'd already done that in the first semester, you know, from the September to December time period. So I was already completed that. Now that's not the case for everyone that was in my year. Like some people still had stuff ongoing, like lab experiments and stuff like that. Um, and they've all been canceled. They've all been like, like you obviously can't go to the lab to do your experiment, which is kind of scum as well. Cause there's definitely a fucking boatload of like lab rats and stuff that just got euthanized because they couldn't be looked after. Um, and that means like that's billions, well, millions anyway, of research money just down the drain. Let, forget about the actual loss of life. That's just millions of research funding just down the drain because these experiments can't go on, you know? Um, but anyway, that's just an aside. Um, but in terms of my learning and stuff, like for me, not much has really changed because I only have one module left and I can just teach myself that to an extent. But like Gary was saying, like you need to have some sort of structure to be able to do that. You can't just leave it all to the, to the last, to the end, you know? Um, like my exams, they've, they're normally in May, but a lot of them have been shifted forward to April, right? And the exam formats have been completely changed, you know, which is scum to an extent because now we have no idea of the actual exam format. You know, like previously you'd be like, oh, I have past papers. I can look at it. I can understand the format. I understand what's going on. You know, like, oh, you can talk to your lecturer about like, oh, this is how we're going to be examined. You know, what are you looking for with this essay or with these short questions or whatever, right? Like, and right now for two of my modules anyway, like we still haven't been told how we're being examined, you know? And that's obviously scum because like that's in a month's time I'm supposed to be examined, you know? So obviously your, your study strategy to pass exams, like I know Gary was just saying, like you don't want to focus all your attention on just passing exams. Like that shouldn't be your, your philosophy with you education. You definitely need to pass. <laughs> what? But you definitely need to pass, you know, yeah, at least get that. You need to pass, you know? So with, with that in mind, like your study strategy to pass an exam isn't necessarily the same study strategy you would have to have a deeper understanding of a topic, you know? So with that in mind, like me personally, like I'm, I'm doing biochemistry for anyone unaware, um, well, biochemistry and biomedic or bio, what the fuck is it called? Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Biomolecular science. Um, but uh, yeah. With, with my degree, with the knowledge that I have, like I already have the knowledge, like this was just kind of, ref these, these modules, these six modules that I had this year were like 
specific interest topics or whatever. Like it was basically the majority of my degree is already done. And this is just completing the required credits, you know, like I'm doing like pharmacology modules and stuff like not related to my actual degree, you know? Um, so, or like advanced neuroscience, like, like stuff like that or neurochemistry, I should say, you know, like it's not actually my degree. These are just like interest topics for me, you know? Um, so my actual degree, you could say, is kind of finished and this is just kind of rounding out the credits. So I basically just need to pass and that would then lead to me getting, you know, the 2 or whatever. Like obviously I'm aiming for a 1-1, but like, you know, yourself. Um, so for me right now, I'm basically just structuring my day so that I take along with just general knowledge of those modules right so the start of my day like i wake up at like half six and then from like seven to nine i write triage content from like nine to twelve then i just we have a few projects going on with triage which we'll find about out about in the next coming months um i basically do the content for those projects so i do about three hours of planning strategizing or mapping out or whatever the fuck is needed to be done for those and then from like 12 to 1 I just do some training, whatever that is, just again, because I've been sitting for the entire time up until then, do some training. After that, I eat. And then from, we'll say, half to three o'clock onwards, I do college work, you know, and I just sit down, either read over lectures, read peripheral topics to expand my knowledge. Like they'll have like, you know, read these papers or read these extra information on this or whatever and i just read all that stuff or you know maybe watch a youtube video on a concept and i'm like i don't really understand that whatever it is you know basically i just right at the moment i'm just reviewing everything that i've already previously learned because all my modules well the, all my modules except for one are already finished so i already know the content that i'm required to know you know and that's all in preparation for my exams which are some of them are essays and stuff um like they're either timed you either have like two hours to do them or they're over a few days, you know, and that's on the modules that I know they've already told us how we're to be examined. Now there's no, like there's no criteria. They haven't told us exactly what we're going to be, the, the question is going to be, or exactly like how many words or some of them have, but most of them are like, you know, it's going to be an essay, you know? Um, so I don't know exactly what I'm required to know, but I'm preparing it as if, you know, I'm going to have to write an essay over two or three days you know, um, or in some cases, two hours, you know. So it's basically the same as if I had my normal exams, because generally in fourth year, your exams are just essay based, and you'd be required to like write them down in an exam hall. But now they've just been moved online. And it's like, either you have to do, the, do it over two or three days, which obviously is a higher standard then because you can look stuff up, you can reference more, you don't have to remember going into the exam, like you're not going to remember all of the references. But now, Obviously, if you're going into an, effectively an open book exam, like you can have the references there in front of you. So they would expect the higher standard. They would expect, you know, more references and that kind of stuff, you know? So I'm preparing as if that's the case, you know? And again, it just comes down to having a structure in place to keep myself on track with that in mind. And one of the things that like even myself I'm struggling with um, is just keeping the motivation for that in, in terms of like, I could do triage work all day. Like I could literally, I, I would love to do that, you know, because first of all, it's building my baby effectively, you know, like this is my 
overall life project or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like this is my business, you know? So every time I spend time on that, I'm like, well, I'm that's directly proportional to the amount of money I can make, you know, the amount of progress I can make in my chosen career, all that kind of stuff, you know? So I'm like, that feels great, you know, but sitting down to study for an exam when I'm like, like, I don't really care. Like I don't need my degree. I could just drop out now if I wanted to, you know, like I don't need my degree to, do well in the business that we have you know like yeah it's nice to be able to say like oh i have a degree in biochemistry so that's what qualifies me to write all this content on like nutrition or biochemistry related like exercise biochemistry related stuff or whatever you know and that's great and everything but at the same time i don't really need it you know so even i'm struggling with keeping my motivation high i also am a very like social person even though i generally don't like other humans um <laughs> but i'm a very social person in terms of i like going to the, the gym chatting to the few lads or whatever that i know there you know literally just chatting shit going to jujitsu and stuff and like again chatting shit with the lads and whatever and um, engaging with my friends going for walks up the mountains with my friends different things and like obviously that's all been taken away and obviously as well on top of that you know my ability to train we'll call it effectively like i'm gonna say the way i like to train has been taken away as well so that as well is kind of you know ticking away in the head where you're like oh like i'm not in my normal routine i'm not you know progressing as much as i'd like with my resistance training or you know my jujitsu training or anything like that so mentally you know you can feel like you're you're kind of a bit off you know you're not you're not on the right path because it's you know true no fault you true no fault of your own and that can then obviously bleed over into the other facets of your life and you can kind of be left demotivated like i know a load of guys that like in my course and stuff that like they like their training as well that's why i'm friends with them you know <laughs> um and they like their training as well and they're kind of off track with that so they kind of feel off track they're really struggling to sit down and study and you know they're kind of just like you know playing fifa or whatever because it's like oh like everything's off track like oh, I, I, i'm fucked you know um but to keep myself on track i'm basically just sitting down and being like right no i need to accomplish x y and z today here's the time I have to do it and just doing it, you know, like I wish there was a little hack that I could give you, but it's, it's basically like I said, it's like discipline equals freedom and I'm rewarding myself. If you want to call it that by going from like, we'll say three to seven, I'm just, that's all college work. That's all revision. That's all preparing for exams, whatever. And then I reward myself by going for a walk <laughs> um, at seven o'clock, you know? So that's, that's where I am at with, with college. Um, does that answer your question, Gary? It does answer my question. Thank you very much for your input. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, as I said, like the basic purpose of this podcast is basically because I know a lot of, a lot of people are students and this can be quite a difficult time. And that's particularly the case if you've been overly dependent on external structure as opposed to kind of setting up your own day. So what I would say to people is that, look, if you're struggling with this, if this is something that's just, it's foreign to you, um, because, you know, as Paddy said, it, it is something that we struggle with ourselves. And I mean, like, that's basically like how we've been living for many, many years in terms of having to set up our days, like, so that we do work as opposed to general. So we're probably a bit better at it than other people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you are someone who's just like, Jesus, I've never had to live without this structure before. And that's especially if you, um, if you came out of school and went straight into college, like you've probably never had to do like 
you know, self-guided learning, like to the extent that you will have to have to know. Um, so have a daily schedule, you know, have a plan. The thing is your schedule should not be tyrannical. So you don't want it to be total self-tyranny in that like, do, do not plan out every five minutes for the whole 16 hours that you're awake, right? You can try that. Some people have success with it, but it's very, very unlikely to work. It's going to make you hate your day. So instead, Use that kind of discipline equals freedom philosophy. So, you know, schedule out three hours in the morning to say to yourself, I'm going to spend this amount of time studying. Don't say I'm going to do five lectures in those three hours. It's not going to work. Okay. So just say three hours. And it's like, these are the topics I'm going to try and cover. If I don't, that's okay. I can put them to the next three hour block, but keep it at three hours. And then say to yourself, I'm going to go out for a walk. I'm going to do a jog. I'll do a 15 minute home workout or I'll watch a little Netflix for a while. You know, the whole point is that the, the, those discipline periods of time, they give you the freedom to actually enjoy yourself thereafter. So do allow those little bits of reward because otherwise it's going to be really hard to keep motivating yourself to keep, keep on your schedule. Just, thereafter just, then... Just on that as well, like I know you're saying like three-hour <clears throat> segments. That doesn't mean that you have to sit there for three hours. With no. <laughs> you could do that. You could break that down into whatever works for you. Like you could yeah. do 14-minute segments and a minute break, 25 minutes, five minute break, 45 minutes, 15 minute break, but just have a period of time where it's like this five hour block is where I'm going to be studying. I'm going to eat at some stage within that, you know, like have some sort of structure where it's like, this is effectively your work day. If you want to call it that or whatever it is, you know, and just have a structure be like, this is the three hours. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting down and going, this is my three hour block or two hour block of writing in the morning. If I need to pee, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen until nine o'clock. Like that's obviously not the case. Or, you know, you might wake up a little bit later one morning and be like, oh crap, like I'm 15 minutes late. Like don't just throw out that hour and be like, well, I'm supposed to start at seven. So I can't, can't do that. Like just get straight back into the schedule. Like it's the same with anything. It's like, you just need to have a rough structure so it can guide you. It doesn't need to be like I said, tyrannical. Like, you know, there's a gun to your head. If you are off by even 30 seconds, you are getting blown away today. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, like it, it will put you like, even if you, you stick to your schedule 60 to 70% of the time, like that is so much better than what you'll do. If you're just like, Oh yeah, another day, you know, no plan. I'll do a bit of study later at some time. And then you just start scrolling and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the lads texts me. They're doing like a, a zoom call. They're doing a quiz or something. Yeah, I'll do that. And then yeah, watch a bit of TV and oh yeah. The, yeah, I'll do, uh, YouTube, that three hours later, you're watching time lapses of milk rotting. I did that yesterday. Or, or as Gary does, watches fucking hours upon hours of fucking Khabib. was <laughs> <As> once. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you know, like basically the whole point is that like free time and leisure time is far more enjoyable when you feel like you've done something to earn it. It's the same with nutrition. You know, if you've been on the path, you know, you've been eating quality diet nailing your goals for the last three months or whatever well you don't have to like go three months without a burger and that's not what i'm saying but like you know are, are you you've been you've been you've been good all week it's not to say that you're a dog and you have to re reward yourself with food but when you do sit down for that meal and you enjoy that meal and it's like it's a little bit more indulgent it feels a lot better when you've been training and, and eating well all week than if you had just eaten shit every day like and everyone knows that intuitively um, and the same as the it's the exact same with your leisure time if you say to yourself, yeah, right, I'm actually not going to feel guilty about watching Netflix because I'm going to schedule off one to two hours in the evening once I've gotten all my tasks done, then you can sit down with a free mind. You don't have that baseline level of anxiety, that feeling of guilt. Oh, no, I didn't do my study. You've got it done. 
it's squared away. Boom. Now enjoy your free time. Um, so yeah, it's not about self tyranny. It's about doing what you need to do and then enjoying what you want to do. And then related to this, which I think is just a good general guideline, whatever goal you're trying to accomplish, like basically what I'm going to suggest to do is do like a, we'll call it a dopamine detox. And what I mean by that is don't spend hours upon hours on social media, literally just flicking through going, like, huh, a little hit there. I like that video, send it to my friend. Oh, I like that video. Oh, send it to my friend. Oh, double tap, you know, or like on Facebook, looking at all these fucking arguments people are having on whatever groups that you're in. Um, or on YouTube watching four hours of videos, like just do a bit of a detox and be like, look, I'm not allowed to touch any of those things. Social media, not allowed to touch it between whatever time. Like you can set limits on your phone. You can turn your phone off. You can like set limits on your computer. Like wherever you go, like do a bit of a, a, a detox of all those things, unless it is a time period for those things. You know, like we have a Facebook business, you know, well, we don't have a Facebook business. We have a business that has part of it on Facebook. So like, that can lead you to be like, oh, I'm going to spend all day on Facebook while I'm waiting for this guy to reply to my comment, you know? But that's just a waste of your time, you know? Whereas you could organize and go like, I'm going to go on Facebook at this time and reply to these comments, you know? Like that's obviously relevant to our business. But for you as an individual, you might be like, right, I know if I go on Instagram and waste, or if I know if I go on Instagram or TikTok, I waste three hours on it in the morning. Like I'll wake up and I set my alarm with the best of intentions, 7 a.m. I'm going to get up nice and early, get, get to work. And you sit in your bed, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through TikTok. And all of a sudden you look at your time and it's 11 o'clock and you're like, fuck, I was supposed to get stuff done today. You know, like, don't do that. You know, have your phone across the room, have your phone off, you know, whatever it is that can set your day up more correctly uh, for the goals that you're trying to achieve. And obviously related to that as well as, you know, get out of your bed, right? This seems like so straightforward, but I, I could not tell you the amount of people that just get up in the morning and lie in their bed, right? And like, I don't even mean just like they just sit there and like lie in their bed and like, you know, scroll through Instagram. Like I know loads of people that are like, no, I don't do that. But what they'll try to do is like study in their bed, you know, they'll be like, oh, like my house is, it's a bit cold in my house, you know? So like I go downstairs, I, like I wake up, I'm like, yeah, it's 7 a.m. It's nice and cold. Oh, it's, it's actually a bit too cold. You know, I, I was going to sit down here in, in uh, the living room while, you know, my family are asleep or whatever, but it's a bit too cold in here. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring my coffee up uh, to bed, you know? I'm going to sit on my coffee there while I, you know, read through these, these lectures or whatever it is that you have to do study-wise or even business-wise or whatever for today. And you know, you're just in this nice comfy uh, bed, you put your blanket over you, like, oh, like get nice and comfy in here. And no, it's not a conducive environment to hard work, you know? And that's not to say that you have to live like a monk and like you know, delete all of your social media, you know, don't communicate with anyone. Um, and then like, don't, you know, sleep on a straw bed, you know, a bed of stone is even better if possible. You know, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like, there are obviously better and worse ways to set up your daily structure. You know, like I know if I go lie on my bed, I'm not doing any work, you know? I might be like, oh yeah, I'll sit on my bed, and, you know, type away and be like, like, not in, the, not in the right position, you know, I'm going to watch a YouTube video, you know, like they, they, all those things, they do add up. They just eat into your time. And there's obviously better ways, like having a set room in your house, like there you have your little office, you know, where it's like you go into that room. If you know, when you go into that room, you're not sitting there scrolling through cookie videos, you know, maybe you are, but you know, in general, you know, in general, you're not doing that in that room, you know? So you have, you go in there and you, you're in a mindset of like, 
I'm going to work in this room. You know, like have a dedicated chair in your house or place in your house where you, I sit down here and I do this work, you know? And obviously if you combine that with that little bit of a dopamine detox, like I'm saying, you know, you set up these better like dopaminergic systems. They, they start firing in this position where you're like, okay, I get the reward from this position, this setup, and uh, I'm more motivated to do things related to what I'm trying to do, like you know, study in this case, uh, when I sit in this chair, you know, rather than when you sit in this chair, you're like, oh yeah, I scroll through Facebook and, you know, get this, oh yeah, oh, TikTok is it, oh, all that kind of stuff. You, you don't want to set your, set your business or study environment up like that, you know? So set a place, set a time, like structure your day and then just do it, you know? Like as much as it is like, I'd love to have a hack, it, it does boil down to, just actually do the work that needs to be done and then set up your life in a way that supports that, you know? And I know for some people that means getting up earlier and doing the work then, but I know for some people that means like doing it in the evening. That's when they work their best, you know, or maybe it's the afternoon, whatever it is. Like we're all individuals. You don't have to follow my schedule, Gary's schedule, anyone's schedule. But what you do need to do is set up your schedule so that it supports you actually achieving what you're setting out to achieve. You know, like if you know there's places you sit in your house and you just get no work done, or maybe you're with your family, your friends, whatever the fuck it is, I don't know, you know, and you know you don't do work when you're in that environment, then don't try to do work in that environment. Do it somewhere else, you know, and that might not always be, you know, possible. You know, you might be in a, a home environment that just is not conducive to you getting work done. And unfortunately, we're in a lockdown situation where you're confined to that environment. And that's, it's unfortunate that that's the case, you know, but you're just going to have to set up the environment as best as you can in the current circumstances. Now, because I know a lot of individuals, you know, they work really well when they're in the library, they like set themselves out, they're like, oh, I go to the library, I can work hard, I can, I can do 12 hour shifts there if I need to, you know, whereas other people are like, oh, like if I have to stay at home, like, there's no work being done. I just can't get out of that mentality, you know? And that's unfortunate that we're in this position that we are in now, but you have to work with what we're given, you know? We have to engage with the environment that we're currently in and work within those confines. Like I said, like, I like being social and that's just been cut out of my life right now, you know? Like, there's no, like, yeah, I do have a relatively large family. So like there's still social interactions, you know, but I could imagine someone that lives in an apartment on their own or whatever. And they're even like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a social butterfly or anything and I'm out, you know, socializing every day, but I can imagine that there's people out there that are really struggling right now because they normally do engage in a lot of socialization. They like being with their friends, their family, they like talking to people face to face, you know, even if it is like, touching individuals in a, a normal way, you know, like they literally like shake hands with people, fist bump people, you know, put their arm around people, whatever. Like they're a, a more social individual. I know those people are struggling right now, you know, and that's okay. We're in a situation where there's no precedent for it in history really. So we just have to do the best that we can currently. And the way you do that is set up your day, structure your day in a way that facilitates you staying on the path with your goals. Yes, sir. I so believe you, that's it. Do you have any other comments, thoughts, anything to add to this discussion of education? I don't think so. You know, set up a good environment. Make I suppose sure you just touch on just on top of that, even though like obviously everything we just said does apply to it. Because like, I know a lot of people are 
listening to this and they're not in college or they're not whatever. Um, and they're just kind of like, oh, well, I don't really have anything to work towards because my work is very, I don't know what the word is, very transient. Like you have to be there to do it. You know, like they're just like, well, my job kept me on, but you know, there's, I don't have any work to do. Maybe work in a shop or something, you know? And you're like, like a clothes shop. I mean, like, you know, and you're like, I don't have, like they're, they're paying me, but I'm not doing anything, you know? And you can feel very, very demotivated, very off track where you're like, I don't have the 30, 40 hours a week that I was doing that. What am I to do with my time? You know, especially because you, you've nowhere else to go, you know? Um, and maybe you then have picked up a, a course or something. Maybe you're teaching yourself a, a, a language. Maybe you're, you know, again, like I said, doing one of those Ivy League courses. You're like, I've always wanted to learn to code or something. And you're like, I'm going to do the, co- the, the coding course for that. Or maybe, again, you have a business, you're a personal trainer, and you're like, look, I don't know anything about business development. My, my clients, they're all gone because they closed down the country and ruined my business. And, you know, that's the position we're in. Maybe you then are going, okay, well, maybe I'm going to upskill. Maybe I'm going to learn a bit more about marketing business. I'm going to do a course on that. Or I'm going to, you know, download a, a PDF document that, you know, walks through the specifics for me. Or maybe you buy a book or whatever, you know, whatever it is. If you are trying to educate yourself at this time, it still comes down to creating a structure that facilitates you learning that, you know? And if you do have, I don't know, kids, family, whatever, running around the house, you know, set yourself up so that you can still progress with your your goals while also engaging with your family. You know, this is a time where you could engage with your family, you know? Maybe you then go, okay, I'm gonna have to wake up two hours earlier just so I can get my work done. And then I, you know, engage with the family, you know? So you just... Whatever the situation is, you know, where this is not your fault. There's no, like you didn't, no one did anything wrong in this case, apart from maybe the guy who had the bat. Um, but uh, you didn't do any, anything wrong. So, you know, this isn't your fault, but you just have to make the best of the, the position we're in, you know? Yes, sir. That's that. Um, so, yeah, if you are engaging in education, formal or self-led otherwise etc and to be honest even if you're just working from home and you're trying to do some sort of knowledge work or online work or whatever there's a lot in this podcast that you can uh, hopefully take away and hopefully put to use so uh, as always if you're interested in finding out more about what we do you can uh, subscribe to the triage method newsletter which will be linked below you can also get involved in the triage method community that's our free open access Facebook group and um, you can engage with our services. That's one-to-one and group online coaching, male and female options available there. Um, and then you can check out our uh, additional services or products, rather the beginner's guidebook program templates and follow us across social media, including YouTube. And that's that. Yeah, I'd just like to add to that, that I know people listening to this might be like, Oh, uh, maybe I won't sign up for uh, coaching now because I'll wait till the gyms are open and whatever else. And that's perfectly fine. I understand that. But also do realize that, other individuals are still getting after it. You know, like we still have loads of people training at home, making progress, you know, getting good results, both in the group and in the one-to-one coaching. So I know it sounds like a sales pitch because obviously I'm selling a product, but you can still make progress during this time, you know? So if you are feeling that little bit demotivated, like I was saying earlier on, like do realize that you you can still make some good progress during this time. And we don't know when this is going to be over and done with you know like this could be going on until june july august nobody knows i personally don't think it'll last that long but there are individuals out there that are like 
you know, this could be an August thing that we get let out, you know? So if that's the case, like, do you want to say that, oh yeah, I just didn't do anything for three months because I thought it was going to be over soon, but it wasn't, you know, that that's not a position you want to leave yourself in, you know? So even if you're in the position where you're like, oh, like I can't make optimal progress, you know, progress is still progress. Even if it's a small amount of progress, it's still progress, you know? So don't just completely write yourself off and completely write all your, you know, training goals, your physique goals, your health goals, all those kind of things. Just don't write them off just because, oh, I can't do everything perfectly. Like there's never, no one's ever in the position to do things perfectly. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, home workouts are just not as effective. Like we could argue that about any exercise. Like we could argue that, oh, well, your gym only has a bench press. That's not quite as effective for chest training as this perfectly designed, you know, chest press machine that fits the resistance profile or fits the strength profile of the muscle perfectly. Like we could argue that, at all times, you don't have perfect access to equipment, you know, unless you are in the unbelievably best kitted out gym in the world, you know, we could always make that argument. We could always say, well, there's actually a better exercise for your goals. There's actually a better exercise for that goal, you know? So yeah, who cares if we don't have the best exercises available to us now? Most people never did, you know? So just make do with what you have available and progress with those exercises, you know? Yes, sir. Don't make perfect the enemy of the good. Dead right. Anyway, I have nothing else to say, so stay safe, guys, and enjoy life.